Genesis 17, 1 through 14. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be called Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring and you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you, to your offspring after you. And I will give you and your offspring after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession. And I will be their God. And God said to Abraham, as for you, keep my covenant, you and your offspring, and after you for for their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male throughout your generations, whether born in your house or brought or bought with your money from any foreigner who is not of your offspring, both he who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money surely shall be circumcised. So shall my covenant in your flesh be an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his fourth skin shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, this is an interesting passage, Thomas. We see Abram here. We've been talking about Abram for the last uh, several days. Um, he is going to, God is making him uh, this this major covenant. He's not just going to be the father of a nation. He's going to be the father of many nations. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. And that's kind of what the name change implies from Abram, father of a nation, Abraham, father of many nations. And the sign of this covenant, the sign of this promise, is that all the males shall cut off their foreskin. Very interesting, not to be too graphic here on our daily rhythm, um, but um, that is this important sign. And and it's so important that if you do not obey it, you do not get to become a part of the covenant. Now, this is picked up a lot in the New Testament. We can talk about that. But what are your thoughts on the passage? Such an such an interesting passage the the famous name change passage uh and and the the bris ceremony is 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 finally instituted which is still celebrated today by many many jewish people you know a few things you you mentioned in verse six you're going to be exceedingly fruitful verse five you're going to have a multitude of nations will come from you obviously a lot of foreshadowing of the ultimate king, King Jesus, but yes. there's King David in the line. There's Solomon, and the list goes on. There's no way Abram at this moment could put his mind around what the Lord was really saying to him. Right. I mean, this this nomadic man is basically being given a promise. He's asked to uphold 
a one little component of the covenant, but God is saying, it, he's a lot of foreshadowing here of, look at all that I am going to do. I mean, the weight of all of this is really on the Lord in fulfilling this covenant. Well, and and this is the interesting thing. Um, the, you know, how is this fulfilled? We're explained that in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because we just read it here in verse seven, your offspring after you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, Paul picks up on this and said, it doesn't say offsprings. It says offspring, That's right. that the offspring would bring this blessing to the nations. And of course, the offspring that Paul says is being referred to here is Jesus, the the, the ultimate offspring of Abraham that actually makes him <clears throat> the father of many nations. Now the people of God aren't just the descendants of Abram or Abraham, they're the descendants of of all people, right? All tongues, all tribes, all people are brought into this covenant through the power of the gospel. Um, And even the sign, you know, I've had this conversation before with probably many of you, why circumcision? Mm -hmm. And I think that circumcision is this very intentional sign that points to offspring. Every time you celebrated this with an eight-year-old boy, you would say, but our ultimate hope is that there will be another, not eight-year, eight-day. That's right. There'll be another eight-day-old boy. There'll there'll be an offspring that will come who will fulfill all of this. And that, of course, is is Jesus. It's a sign that points to the hope of the covenant, the fulfillment of the covenant, the keeper of the covenant. Um, you know, what does God say um, in, let's see, verse 3, walk before me and be blameless. Well, Abraham is not blameless That's before right. the Lord. None of the people of Israel are blameless before the Lord. But there is one who is blameless. And then he says, if if, if you walk before me and be blameless, I will make uh, my covenant between me and you, and and I will multiply you greatly. And again, I think we see that the ultimate fulfillment of this is when Jesus comes, he walks blameless before the Lord, and the covenant is multiplied now to everybody. And, and people from all tribes and tongues and people can come to know this living God because of the ultimate offspring who was the fulfillment of the covenant that God made with Abraham. So it's a really, really important passage in that way. And and it really does contrast with chapter 15. That covenant, Abraham falls asleep. He's God says, I'm going to fulfill both sides of this. This one is a covenant of Abraham. I need you to do some things. Now the Lord still fulfills his part. But to me, an application here is it is my salvation, my hope, all of these great truths of Christ are dependent on Christ. And yet he does ask me to take up my cross and follow him. He does ask of me some things. And I see that in this particular covenant. It is all dependent on the Lord, but he asked Abraham to participate. Yeah. How do you know that you have entered into this covenant? 
And the answer would be circumcision. How do you know that you've entered into the new covenant? And again, we're explaining this. It's a circumcision of the heart. That's right. It's it's repentance and faith. I mean, a circumcision of the heart is, I know that I have been broken before the Lord and my, my heart has been cut by my sin and uh, faith in the offspring in Jesus is what is restores me to a relationship with God. So it's very important passage, very interesting passage. Very. Um, a lot to talk about, but uh, I feel like our time has run out for today. So for Thomas Nelson, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.